Welcome to Tampa Fishing Outfitters Radio Show, home of the premier guides and Capnell.com. There's lots of good eating fish out there. You don't have to be snacking down on carp anymore. Captain Jason Prieto, Neil Taylor, and Danny Guarino give you the latest fishing forecast to keep you dialed in on the fish. First of all, it shouldn't smell like fish. So get ready for an hour of learning, laughs, and a little bit of cutting up. You chose as your topic, fish. Tampa Fishing Outfitters Radio Show starts now. Now. This segment brought to you by Grizzly Coolers. Coolers that are made to last a lifetime. For more information on Grizzly Coolers, check out their website at grizzlycoolers.com or visit a retailer near you. And welcome to Tampa Fishing Outfitters Radio Show on Sports Talk 1040 The Team. I am Neil Taylor with Strike 3 Kayak Fishing. Here to host the show, two complete years as one of the co-hosts of the show. Also in the studio this week, Captain Jason Prieto who's going to be joining us, and he has a lot to talk about with the fishing he's been doing this week. Uh, I personally finished 16 in a row. A lot of paddling in the wind. The wind finally laid down the last four days, which has been a real nice treat after being out in 30-mile-per-hour winds for several weeks. The fishing for me has been uh, very, very steady. The wintertime trout have arrived. We had no problem at all catching trout 16 to 24 inches we had a couple of bigger trout that shook off that were in the 27, 28 inch range. So we have a lot of months coming up where we are going to have that action. So get ready for some great fun. Uh, the targeting of trout, it's been pretty consistent. We have done the best on topwater lures earlier in the morning. And as the topwater bite lays down, we switch over to the jerk baits, the paddle tails. Uh, the 12 fathom slam R has been deadly on the trout. Um, a late surge in flounder. To me, the flounder fishing was not particularly outstanding this year until the past two weeks or so, maybe three weeks. Uh, we had one trip where we had five flounder over 20 inches, and I think on that day it was 12 fish over 16 inches, which uh, for the Gulf Coast of Florida, that is some very good flounder action. Pretty much every day out there we have had encounters with uh Hard pulling, bluefish, jacks, giant ladyfish, a little bit of everything here and there. Uh, Off the water, uh, be talking about this in the weeks to come. Going to do a major upgrade of the capmel.com website, which is the official website of this radio show. And going to roll that into a new program, which is really going to make it uh, the Cadillac of fishing websites. And uh, we're looking forward to getting that complete. Um, tides and weather we're going to do in the next segment. We have a a very exciting week ahead. If the weather holds good, the tides are going to be outstanding to have some easy fishing in this next week. Uh, so get ready for that action. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, see what else is new on the fishing scene. We'll have Jason jump in with his comments. Um, the mackerel fishing, not as good at the Skyway piers as it had been, but it's back and forth. Um, they are probably back into steadier mackerel action. That had subsided for a week or so. Pompano action, there are still some pompano around to be caught. Um, overall, this year's pompano action was fairly disappointing. Uh, red fishing is another one that we are going to be talking about a lot of the rest of the, this winter time. We have uh, great numbers of redfish. We have great sizes of redfish. Um, we caught some oversized redfish in the past couple of weeks. And... Uh, Getting more and more into pattern, there are going to be more redfish showing up in the areas where I've been taking fishing trips. Uh, the Come On Man segment, 
If Jason doesn't have one, I I have one for that as well. Uh, but here we are. We're into the month of December, and the weather still feels somewhat like early October. Um, we do have a cold front that just went through that changed things to cool it down a little, to dry it out a little, but it has been warm and muggy for pretty much all the month of November. So we are looking forward to a little more stabilized, cooler weather, which we would expect for this time of year. Um, holiday shopping, we will be talking about some options on that. Um, I have been selling my gift certificates for kayak fishing trips. Anyone who's interested in that can give me a call. My number is 727-692-6345. You can send me an email to livelybaits at aol.com. My website, you can reach me off my website, strike3kayakfishing.com. And that's a rundown on what's been happening. Um, everything, uh, everything on the water has been fun. Uh, again, it would be nice if it was a little cooler, but the fishing has been so good. Um, I don't mind even sweating a little out there. I'd still rather be warm than cold. And it is time to throw the jackets back in your car. Take them along with you when you're out on the water because uh, we are going to see a cool down and it will be jacket weather eventually. But, uh, we, again, we have some great tides coming up. Um, in fact, I'll go over that now and we'll talk about it a little bit again in the next segment. But we have the new moon tides are going to be approaching by next weekend. Uh, Sunday we've got uh, getting close enough to the new moon where that tide's decent but it's going to get better with every day that goes forward. And we are going to have, for morning fishing, you're going to have low tides early in the morning and incoming water until midday. Um, great opportunities there. Um, the Dunedin situation, for those that are following it, still not resolved. It is at the discretion of Pinellas County, and I do believe that they are going to say that I am okay to go back fishing off of Dunedin Causeway. So... Hopefully we'll have a final result on that here shortly, and uh, we'll have that to talk about. Um, bluefish, uh, I mentioned them being an option. On the low tides, the troughs that are right next to the areas that are dry, all the deeper water has been holding these bluefish, and uh, they have been anywhere from 5 to 9 pounds. Um, we've, we've had a lot of those 7, 8-pound bluefish. Um, they will cut off some tackle. Um, if you know you're into them, a good way to go is to have one rod with a really, really old lure on it. And if you use a top water or another treble hook bait, you are less likely to have the bluefish get it all the way into their mouth and cut you off. But, uh, use one of those older lures that you've gotten all your use out of it. If they do cut you off, then, uh, you can, you can switch over to a newer lure. And, uh, that's what I've been doing. Um, the speckled trout, we have had very little trouble getting on a good bite of speckled trout. Um, the smaller fish have been easier to catch on the, on the plastic tails. The bigger fish early have been great on the top water. And again, after the sun's been up for about two hours, we've switched over to that slam R and running that slowly. And I mean, creeping it along. That's how we've been tricking a lot of the big trout. Um, it's almost like flounder fishing, moving everything that slowly. So, Flounder fishing probably best um, in specific areas on the South Shore. Um, there are a few big flounder being caught in other areas, including Upper Tampa Bay. Um, for, for sheer numbers, the South Shore of Tampa Bay has bigger numbers of flounder. 
Um, Jacks, Jacks could be anywhere at any time. Um, a great poll. Their food value is not great. Anyone who wants to try eating a Jack, I would consider keeping a smaller one. Cutting into thin slices, soaking it in wasabi soy sauce for a half an hour. And I have people that eat it that way. I'm not going to do it, but it, it certainly is an option. Um, ladyfish, not an option for me, but people are processing those, turning them into fish patties and eating them. I would personally much rather keep a flounder, a snapper, a trout, something like that. Um, redfish, I'm on a I'm on a two-year campaign where I have been releasing all my redfish, and uh, a lot of other guys have been following suit. So just one of those things I've chosen to do and, you know, just something where the more fish we let go, the more there are to, to, to catch again. And I do the same thing with larger trout. I like the idea of letting those go, keeping the ones that are smaller for a food fish and helping to build a bigger trophy trout fishery, which, uh, I personally believe there are going to be a lot of really big trout caught this winter and, uh, trout fishing is fun. They're very, very cooperative. They're pretty easy to find. Um, we've got, uh, pretty much, uh, common denominator for trout is always grass. You want to be around the grass. If it's the bigger low tides, they're going to be in the troughs, but you want to be fishing right up against where it's hitting the grass that may be out of water, maybe barely submerged. Um, flounder, the common denominator is always sand. You hit up the deeper sand patches, you are going to catch more flounder, um, Flounder are frustrating. You are going to lose quite a few flounder, but uh, if they're aggressive, you should not have a problem getting a few good ones if you're in the right location. Um, and again, capmel.com. We're going to have angler socials. We're going to have different stuff that's coming up that uh going to be fun for you to join in on. So uh, go to that site, click on the forums. Um, you can click on the active topics to see what people are talking about most recently. Make sure you look at the articles because we just have thousands of articles on the site. Uh, the guide reports are also um, an excellent way to get great information for different areas of the state. So we're going to wrap it up for segment one. When we get back, we're going to have Captain Jason jumping in, telling us about all the great fishing he's been doing. Um, we're going to have more on local current events and fishing. So we're going to be right back. Uh, listen to these ads from our sponsors, and we will catch you right after the break. Captain Jason Prieto here, and if you're in the market for a new boat, I can't think of a better choice than Kenyon Bay Boats. From their 2470 with its huge front deck to the popular 2400 with its full transom and offshore capabilities, they have the perfect boat for you. Each boat is custom built to fit your fishing style, and they have an option list that will make any angler glad they chose Canyon Bay. If you'd like more information on Canyon Bay, check out their website at www.canyonbayboats.com or just give them a call for a sea trial at 727-639-7584. Introducing Finn, the world's first situational spectra fiber fishing line with four different braids to choose from. Wind tamer for windy conditions and put an end to wind nuts. Shock absorbing for more stretch on those big bites. Original PRT for overall power and performance. And the new extra smooth, the strongest, smoothest braid on the market. Get the world's first situational spectra braid. Fins.
The Tides and Weather are brought to you by Werner Paddle. For decades, Werner Paddles have been handcrafted in the USA, making great paddles for kayak anglers. If you're looking for a new paddle, look to Werner and try one today, because a great fishing paddle is a great paddling paddle. Go to WernerPaddles.com to locate a dealer near you. All right, we're back. Segment two of the show. Neil Taylor, Strike Three Kayaking, owner of Capital.com, outdoor writer, uh, outdoor speaker. You name it, I'm doing it in fishing. And I uh, October made ten years since I've been a guide, and uh, exciting times for me coming up. I have out of town clients. John Vale from Maryland is bringing three guys with him. I've got a three day charter with those guys. I have a lot of my regulars that have gotten on the schedule because they like the idea of this weather change that we have going here, and uh, I expect exciting catches, so we're really looking forward to that. Um, the website, always good topics on there. Um, I'm on the FWC's email database, so as I get announcements from them on regulation changes, other news in the world of Florida fishing, I am posting that to the website, so it is a great information source for that. Um, Red Tide, which is something that we are watching closely, just down to our south. Um, I keep the Red Tide update um, current. As soon as I get every update on that, I am posting that information, so you can get that off the site as well. Um, You can get on there. You can make friends. You can ask your questions. You can use the search feature. Um, I suggest when you get on there, click on Articles use the search feature and see what articles you come up with with the the right buzzwords you want to find different topics you can do the absolute same thing on the forums um on the forums which is all going to change um with the the new website we're going to have we're going to migrate a lot of stuff over to it but uh there's a section on the forums that uh that section is called top picks so we have selected a lot of the the most popular topics that have some of the best information and we have moved that to top picks so spend a little time reading top picks and finding what you like on there and uh i guarantee you you'll find some of that stuff very interesting um tides and weather segment we have uh cooler temperatures than we had last week so it'll all depend on whether we will start to get cold fronts crashing through one after another but uh if we stay in this mild pattern, which might be very likely with an El Nino year, we may have some very good weather through the Christmas time and New Year's. Um, hopefully that's the case. Better weather makes for more comfortable trips. Uh, the tides, uh, I already said, I think we have uh, I think we have about 30% moon today, and then it's dropping. So we get to next Saturday, which is right before the next show, and we're getting right to the new moon tides. Um, Sunday's the new moon start out the next week. There, there is zero moon. Those tides are outstanding. And just being on the new moon period usually translates to some of the best action of the month. So I anticipate on there being fantastic trips all week long, but particularly when we get to the end of the week and towards the next show. So look forward to that. Um, we shall enjoy that. Um, anyway, I'm looking forward to all that. Um, we've got, Captain Jason coming in here to join us, and Captain Jason's going to tell us what he's been doing. And uh, he was out there mowing the grass in segment one, but he's here now. What's up? <laughs> well, Jason, I've already gone over all the fishing I've been doing. 
I talked about trout, talked about flounder, I talked about jacks, talked about bluefish, talked about giant ladyfish. Did you talk about your marital status? Oh. Oh, I got a new girlfriend as of yesterday. Another one? Yeah. The uh Neil's relationship status. We gotta have yeah. a whole segment for that. Even though it's a fishing show, it's kinda <laughs> comical. Actually, it's really comical. Well, we're gonna try we're gonna try and keep one around for a while. Yeah, I've heard that one before. Yeah, well. <laughs> I, I Neil, think, you're picky. I think I'm choosing a little better now. Oh yeah, maybe. You're not getting them off the internet anymore, huh? No, no. <laughs> I, I never have. G likes that. He, I have never joined, I come in strong. I have never joined a dating site. Uh, maybe that's the problem. You have like multiple relationships going on there. And if they have a fish picture, it's not like Facebook. Do you know that they fish, or they're kind of acting like they want to be fishermen? Well, I don't even care about that. I'd, I'd rather they don't fish. <laughs> yeah, that's if they what, don't fish, then I don't have to go fishing on my off days. That's the that's the last thing I want to do, <laughs> yeah. especially during the busy season. <laughs> well, you know, fishing uh, for me has been really good. Uh, you know, it's it's been one of them things, man. You know, we we've uh, we did two shows because the holidays, and hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving out there. And Neil, it's been uh, warm, 77, 78 degree water temperature. I talked about that to start. It's been, you know, now we finally have it cooling down a little. It would be nice if we didn't go back to October-like weather again. But uh, Yeah, you know, I, I don't really care. It, it's just, it is posing, the fishing has been phenomenal, but it is posing some challenges with, uh, for me, with the extreme low tides we've had all week. Because when you have the low tides, always people hear me on the air say how I like the low tides. I think they're great, but... When the fish aren't in the river systems where we have a lot of deep access and they're on the flats, it makes it kind of hard to get when there's land showing before Doesn't you can bother get... me at all. Well, yeah, when you have a kayak, it's Love probably it. great, but for me... We I... want a negative 0.8 if we can get it. I like a negative tide as long as I can get in there, but when the fish are still out on the flats, and that's been the issue... Is, is... Yeah, I saw Stuart Ames where I was one day, and Stuart Ames is sitting out there, and there's no way he could get to where I was for at least two hours. Yeah, I mean it's it's just the nature of the beast. But uh, you know, uh, fishing's been phenomenal. We just you know I've caught on like on my trips about eighty percent of my fish have been caught in two spots. Yeah, and the rivers on the south shore from Alafia, Palm River, um, everything's at the very mouth. If that, it really has not been that great yet. It's just too warm. Um, another concern I have, I'm, I'm wondering how it's going to affect the the winter uh, fishing for us in the rivers is the there still seems to be fresh water dumping out of the rivers it's probably it, it's extremely dark darker than normal for this time of year and even on the flats the cockroach little cockroach uh the water's still kind of dark in air way if you go way up in the area it's still kind of dark like i think there's still runoff some of the i think there's more runoff than what there would be if we didn't have all the rains i would say that's part of it and the other part of it is that wind was blowing 30 miles an hour for 10 straight days and we have enough uh we have enough silty bottom areas where that has the water all murked up. Yeah. So that water is dirty. Yeah, it's, you know, but fishing has been phenomenal. We've caught a lot of small snook. We've caught a lot of trout. We're getting, when I can get on the flats, good example, the last two days, I was able to get on the flats in the afternoon. We had overslot redfish we found. And uh, actually, my trolling motor, you know, things always break in the worst times. Like, there's times where I can go without a trolling motor. But uh, this time of year, we don't get a bunch of big schools of redfish. Well, happen to see about 300 redfish hump up and come around the corner. And I'm watching them. I said, yeah, it's redfish. So we were by ourselves. And I said, let's try to see if we can get on them. I cranked the motor up, and there they go. 
And I said, well, let's chase them. <laughs> you yeah. know, I wasn't messing anybody else up. And, 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 you know, our redfish are a little different than the ones over in St. Pete. I'm not sure about the way you are. Our redfish school up. They're on the move and they eat everything you throw at them. The, the problem is getting to them. And we had super, we had a super low tide. So like, you know, when I cranked the outboard up, it was, even though it's a four stroke, it's still a lot underwater. So, um, we didn't get a shot at them. But, um, you know, we have, in some of the potholes, if you can get into these potholes and creeks in the flats right now, they're loaded with fish. Uh, a lot of these fish, and it's a lot of the flats that are adjacent to the rivers. So they're they're staying near, but they're popping out, and they're staying out because the water is, I mean, the water's 78, 79 degrees in the afternoons is what I'm marking. Yeah. So it's just so warm. And, and, and you know, <clears throat> I, I listened to um, um, – I caught Mike Anderson's show. I caught our show, actually, too, this past Sunday. I was in the morning. I kicked it on. I hear what's going on. I can't remember he had on there. And he had a little bit of a concern that, that kind of the same concern I have is that the these fish are moving out at the wrong time of year. And if we get blasted with a super, super cold front, that we could possibly have a kill again. So, and, and I, if I remember correctly, in 2010, we had a super warm December in the first part. And then all of a sudden, we got whacked. And I don't think it's going to be that extreme because they can withstand some pretty cold temperatures as long as it warms up within a few days. That was our big problem. The real problem is all the people that were killing them. Yeah, well, you the harvest is nook. Just uh, I see that on the on the sites I belong to on Facebook. Every every legal fish that was caught by a lot of these young guys, they killed them. Yeah, well, you're, you're, you're catching a slot fish, and it was bef- it was like that before the kill. Getting a slot fish at the end of the year got tough because you have fish that fall in the slot, then they go out of it. There's not a whole lot. All we can do is... The sad thing is, that's almost all that we had. The number of really, really big snook is still a small number. And that is because of the freeze. So these were post-freeze spawn. I, I think it depends on where you are. And we just killed Real them. big snook. Um, there are quite a bit in our area. Not the numbers that there were. There is a ton of small snook, which is... That is the result of them closing season and doing the right thing. But those thing. those fish have to pass through it yep, too. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And and there, I, I do believe there has been this craze to keep snook even more than what it was before because they were closed. So it is a concern. Not a whole lot we can do. Just sit back and all preach. these other fish to keep, and we got to kill our future by killing these snook. Well, I I can uh, I just try to lead by example, but um the you know the. You're right. This, the slots are. I, I I tell people they they want to keep fish, and I said, listen, we can go. We've been hitting our limit on trout every day. Yeah. Nice trout, not huge, but like fifteen to nineteen inch trout. Like I mean, I, I'm actually shocked at the, the amount of number of trout I'm, keep, I'm catching. I'm catching a lot to 21, 22 inches. I'm on big fat winter trout already. Yeah, I haven't. We're not getting that big. We're getting a twenty here and there, but uh, it's been a great trout bite. Anyhow, guys, on the back side of the break, we're gonna come back at you with some more fish talk, and we're gonna do a. Neil don't even knew this, know this, but we're gonna do a segment on good gift ideas for everybody since we got Christmas Ooh, right around the corner. I mentioned that, and of course, Neil's gonna give his status for his relationship segment. <laughs> You're listening to Tampa Fishing Outfitters Radio on Sports Talk Tim for the team. We'll be right back. Designed by professional guides with four characteristics that all high-end fishing rods have. Durability, sensitivity, stability, and value. Built to use under all fishing conditions that every angler faces, there is no rod that covers more of your fishing needs. Ohiro Series Rods include gold, platinum, signature, specialty kayak, and tournament rods. A rod for every angler. Whether you're a recreational angler, guide, or tournament professional, they have a rod that will be as versatile as your fishing conditions. Find Ohiro Rods at many of your favorite tackle shops, Tampa Fishing Outfitters, or www.justforfishing.com. This is Captain Jason Prieto, and I have a 
new product to tell you about that puts more fish on the boat. It's called M80 Supercharged Chum with TNT Sparkle by M80 Marine Products. M80 Chum is a concentrated dry chum that is easily mixed with water and is great to use for all types of fish. From snapper and grouper on the wrecks to greenbacks on the flats, M80 Chum is always on my boat. If you're interested in purchasing some M80 Chum or would like more information on the product, just go to their website at www.m80marineproducts.com. Precision Tackle manufactures the best performance floats on the market today. The Cajun Thunder, Back Bay, and Blue Water Thunder all offer quality floats that is the industry's first weighted surface disturbance corks with a noise-attracting click. No gimmicks, just a quality float that delivers trip after trip. Take it from me, Captain Jason Prieto. These floats will put more fish on the boat. From the original Cajun Thunder to the all-new Back Bay Thunder, you will catch more fish. You can pick one up at Tampa Fishing Outfitters or other retailers near you. Captain Jason Prieto here, and if you're in the market for a new boat, I can't think of a better choice than Canyon Bay Boats. From their 2470 with its huge front deck to the popular 2400 with its full transom and offshore capabilities, they have the perfect boat for you. Each boat is custom built to fit your fishing style, and they have an option list that will make any angler glad they chose Canyon Bay. If you'd like more information on Canyon Bay, check out their website at www.canyonbayboats.com. Or just give them a call for a sea trial at 727-639-7584. This is Captain Jason Prieto, and when I'm getting my engine serviced, I can't think of anywhere better than Alify Marine. Alify Marine is a full-service and warranty facility for Yamaha and Mercury outboards. They are also a dealer for all Weld and StarCraft boats that are in stock and turnkey ready. For all you do-it-yourself guys, they have all Yamalube and Mercury oils in stock. Don't forget, Alify Marine is a sales and warranty center for all PowerPool products to keep your PowerPool in good working condition. Alify Marine can meet all your service needs. Call now to schedule your next appointment. 813-671-BOAT. Ohiro Braided Line is the only gel-spun fiber line that comes in four colors, including our multicolor braid, which changes every 10 yards for trolling and deep dropping. Ohiro Braided Line is not only the thinnest line in the fishing industry, but also ranks as the highest in abrasion resistance, using the highest and latest technology. Ohiro Braid will cast further and last longer. It comes in many spool sizes from 150 yards to bulk size. Very importantly, with great prices. You can find Ohiro Braided Line at many of your favorite tackle shops, Tampa Fishing Outfitters, or online at justforfishing.com. And now it's time for the Come On Man, sponsored by Foy's Tire Service. If you need to get some new tires on your truck, car, or even your boat, just give Foy's Tire Service a call at 813-241-4017. And welcome back to our third segment of the show, the Come On Man. A.K.A. I got the it. Neil segment. I got it. And, and Neil always says, I got it. He always tells us between the breaks, listen, this segment, I got it. I said, Neil, it's all yours, buddy. I'll let you roll with it. I've got like four of them. But I, I really you know, I really don't have a lot because people have really been courteous and waving and doing the right things. Well, I love my clients. And uh, anyway. Not like love. Well, some of them I do. <laughs> so anyway, I take this group out. It's, it's a husband, wife, their son, and their son's friend. So if they're listening to the show, they're going to call and yell at me for making them the come on, man. So anyway, when I have that big a group, it's harder for me to, to pay attention to what's going on than when I have the smaller groups. So I think I'm going to institute a new rule where no one's allowed to bring scissors with them on their boat. They try to stab you? <laughs> well, these people, their casting skills were not perfect. So every time they got any kind of a thing, they pulled the scissors out. So on three of the four rods they were using, I had to put all new line on them. 
I swear to you, the 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 one rod that the one kid was using only had about thirty yards of line on it at the end of the day, and that thing had about two hundred yards of line on it when we started. So I think I'm going to tell people no more scissors because what I do, I had seven rods. So if someone gets a little tangle, I hand them another rod, and I get that knot undone. I don't pull my scissors out every time there's a problem. Yeah, it's got to be pretty bad. And you know, uh, I'm going to kind of add something for people out there that I've learned just by trial and error, um, you know, based on what you just said on the come on, man. If you get a what I call wind knot, there's all whatever you want to call them. You get a knot in the braid. I still call them wind knots. I know they're not from exactly I from wind. I call them casting knots. I just call them knots. Call it what you want. It is what it is. Anyways, when you get these knots, if you have a de-hooker on your boat, kayak, whatever, if you pull, start pulling on the loops, I'd say about 60% of the time, you'll be able to get them out. Versus the other a, trick is to unspin line. Where you have say like three pieces of line that come together where it's where it's tighter, you know, squeeze those between your fingers and unspin, oh yeah, roll them. it. Yeah, roll them until it gets to that. I've done that. Yep. And then you start unrolling from the other side, and then it, the whole knot will start coming undone. And then you spread it like you're saying. You'll see loops, and then you spread those loops, and then you may see one that you can push through and pull it. Well, and if then you the get whole to knot the comes undone. if you get to the point sometimes where it's actually gotten tight. Because sometimes I'll just be in a rush and I'll try to pop it. If you pull on them loops with a D-hooker, sometimes, I'd say about half the time at least, it'll pop, actually pop the knot loose. Yeah. Because you just got to figure out what loop is looped in there because it's really not that complicated. It just turns into that complicated. And then sometimes if you pull it or you reel it in and it tightens everything down, if you pull on them loops with a D-hooker, um, sometimes it'll help you out. I've even used a long shank hook before and the little real tiny loops to get it done. So a little bit of tip there for me. Um, I guess I just did the captain's tip of the week. There you go. Well, whatever. We it is what that it is. We, we said we just knocked everything out once. <laughs> but yeah, come on, man. I, you know, it, the the only thing I said, come on, man, is that the, the the northerners are down and they're in their John boats and cockroach bay trolling artificials in two foot of water every year. The mullet guys are back too. Mullet guys are back. Yeah, between them and the guys trolling around the, and the, with a ten horse mower, the you would not believe how many people troll in the back of cockroach. With it. they got a, it's like they all have the same boat. Like they went to the same place, bought them all at the same time, got the same size motor, and it's funny. I'm sitting there like mimicking. I said, told my customer, I said, these guys are out here figure eighting around me. I'm catching fish left and right, and they're not catching nothing. I said, look at this guy. I said, look, this one actually decided to stop. He was like a big distance, and about two minutes later, you see the boat crank up, and he starts trolling again. I said, ah, maybe. He's, I said, Sam on the boat said, ah, let's go back to what we know up north trolling. <laughs> I, said, I, never, I rarely see him catch anything. Well, on Thanksgiving Day, my brother and nephew wanted to go fishing, so my one day to stay out of the sun, kind of rest up for the parties, I end up going fishing. So anyway... One of those mullet guys cut right across my brother, and so right after he went by, I wasn't—I was only halfway watching, but I was trying to get my brother to come over toward me anyway. And I heard my brother say, "Do you do you have your spare fishing line in the car?" And I said, "Yeah." And he goes, "Well, we got to respool when we get there." So he pulled a trick that I—I I do. One of those open guys the bell. By. Yeah, he—they uh, ran over his line, so he was like, "That that rod need new line anyway," and it had like 350 yards of line on it. <laughs> So he just opened the spool, and that's all wrapped around that guy's propeller. Yeah, well, they, you know, them guys, they, they think that they own the water at times. Some of them are nice, not all of them. Some, some, of, them, some of them are really nice. Yeah, some of them actually and help they're, you. they're apologetic for the other guys. They're like, you realize I would never, you know, I'm like, yeah, you get a little bit of every type person in every type of yep. water user. Whether it's kayaks, commercial yeah. guys, there's, guides, there's red jerks guys. In every walk of life, there's jerks. So. Yeah. But some of those guys, I see them, and I'm excited to see them because uh, – 
they're interesting guys. And yeah, some of them are just trying to make a living. Other ones are dingbats. I mean, yeah. it's just no different than guides, no different than kayakers. I it, thought it was funny because I said, "Did did you come up with that idea today?" And he goes, "No, I I heard you talking about doing that." <laughs> <laughs> Way, way to spread your uh, knowledge there. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Just trying <laughs> your, your to help retaliation out. knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, it's people. You know, we're out there fishing for a living. It's a little different with us, but I always say people forget why they go in the water. They they get on the water to let go of the everyday hustle and the stresses and the aggravation that they have at work, at home, um, at whatever they do during the week. You get on the water to just break loose. And I think a lot of people forget about you hear about people yelling at the bridge. At I mean, I see this probably more than you do because, you know, we sometimes I rarely go to the Skyway. I have to go to the Skyway in December and in the January. And when I fish out at O'Neill's during tarpon season, occasionally I'll be out by Potter's Pier or one of the common places everybody gets bait. And to see these people just yelling at each other, you know, whether it's the guy on the pier, whether it's the guy on the boat, nobody, you don't own the pier. I don't own the pier. You don't own the water. The only thing I own is my boat, which is in the water. I have no right. more right than you do to fish there to catch bait. And it's funny because uh, anyway, th- these guys they were uh, they were shoreline fishing at this it's where everyone launches kayaks to go out. So anyway, these people came in and this guy this guy sitting there on the shoreline made a remark to the guy that landed his kayak. So I was going to let it go. I wasn't going to say anything. He made a second remark, and I said. Yeah, I got to tell you, I go, if you choose this as your place where you're going to go fishing, you've got no complaint when someone pulls a kayak in here. And I said, I know you're not going to complain about me because I just paddled an extra 80 yards around where your lines were. And I said, but that guy's car is parked right there. He's going to come in there. Yeah. And I said, if you don't like it, I said, I would find another place to go fishing. Well, and, and when you go to the Skyway Fishing Pier, you got to expect that there's going to be people cast netting bait. It just, that's what happens. Yes. Yeah, that kind of goes with the territory. At least uh, now, that's easier because... They got one side closed. One side's closed off, so you guys but, can get in there and you're not encountering fishermen on that side. Well, I believe that's helped a lot. It has. And let me... You know, I'll explain something further because I think peer fishermen, I think the smart ones understand it. I think people that are beginners out there don't understand. They're like, you got all this bridge and you got to go right here to get bait. Well, buddy, let me tell you something. When it's 50 degrees out, guess where that bait goes? Mm. To the very end on the deepest of water. Yeah. And it's no, on the coldest of days when I need to get bait, it's going to be at the very end. Otherwise, I would go to the other side. Yeah. And when I usually tell the guy, if there's 100 lines, I said, listen, man, I just need to get underneath there. I said, can I just squeeze through by trolling motor? You can go back to whatever you're doing. I ain't going to mess with your fishing. Then just let me back out. And heck, if, if it's not rough, drop a bucket down. I'll give you bait. Yeah. You know, just let me get the bait is underneath the pier. You're not even fishing underneath there. Right. So, you know, let's just work together. That's the whole thing. It's just work together. Whether you're, whether you're out on the beach, whether you're at a kayak launch, realize where you're fishing and be realistic with yourself on what you're going to have to deal with. Don't just sit there and say, there's not a boat is not going to come to the Skyway Pier to get bait. And then when they do get all mad and act surprised because it's going to happen. Just And if you're a boater, I've, I've watched guides. I hate to say it. I've watched guides. that they're, they're, The guy up top is screaming and yelling, trying to throw buckets of water on him. So you, what does he do? Is he's underneath there. He takes off on plane through their lines out of there. Yeah. Some of the reason is he don't want to get hit with anything. He should have just said, look, man. Lift your lines up. If the guy's still doing stuff, then I get it because I don't want to get soaked or stuff thrown on me. Right. But there's just a way to handle everything. And it just it just seems to me people will get so mad on the water, but I've always thought that that's what you get away from when you go on the water. So just leave it at home. Everybody be happy, catch fish, have fun. Right. 
So that's my stickler to things that I see every day. You know, I I don't have any desire to wake up in the morning and be in a fight with somebody. No, I could do that at home. <laughs> I mean, I could just stay home and do that. I don't need to run to the Skyway Bridge in forty degree weather. Yeah, people need to need to try and find ways of working stuff out, and not not just be upset and get aggravated to be aggravated. There's ways around every situation. And and another thing too, if somebody does do something wrong to you. Before you blow up at them, maybe give them the chance to apologize. Maybe just screwed up because we've all done it. Yeah. We've all made a, a wrong turn or wrong. You know, now if he starts lipping off to you after he did something bad, well, then you know he's just being a prick. But some people do it by accident and they'll actually apologize. Yeah. Um, we're going to have encounters. We're going to come too close to each other one, one time or another. It's just how you handle the situation will make it a lot easier on everybody. With that being said, Neil, we'll go to break. Yeah, let's take a break and we'll finish the show. Guys, before we go to break, I want to let you know about our, our official website of the radio show, kepmel.com. If you don't already know about it, which thousands do, you need to get on there. Get uh, get logged in. Get signed into the forum. Get involved on in the forum community. The the Kepmel uh, forum is a great source uh, to learn how to fish, to to learn all kinds of stuff about fishing and you know get good deals on stuff and the classifieds. It's just a good all-around thing. It's free, too. Uh, check it out, capmel.com, or you can also go to our Facebook page, Facebook slash Tampa Fishing Outfitters Radio. We're well over 1,000 likes, which I'm proud to say, finally. And we also put our podcast on both. So if you missed the show on Sunday, you can catch us anytime, anywhere you have internet signal, including your phone. You listen to Tampa Fishing Outfitters Radio. We get back, we give you the captain's tip of the week. This is Captain Danny Garina. One of the questions asked of a live bait fishing guide is, what should I use to chum up live bait? The answer is Perina 45 and smelt feed and Pet Supply carries it. It's cheaper and better than making it yourself. Smelt Feed and Pet Supply is conveniently located in Tampa at 4116 East 7th Avenue. Just ask for the bait chum that all the fishing guides use. Smelt Feed and Pet Supply, 248-2359, or you can visit them on the web at smeltfeed.com. Fishing Supply Liquidators, where your fishing dollar goes further. Over 500,000 top brand name rods, reels, lures, and frozen bait at crazy low prices. Open seven days a week, we teach people how to catch fish and back up our sales with professional and courteous service, rod and reel repair, and support. We can custom order any fishing tackle item that we don't stock. We're located at the Oldsmar Flea Market. Come on in. Are you looking for high performance and top quality fishing gear that will hold up under the toughest of fishing conditions? Then check out the O'Hara lineup of fishing products now available at your local tackle retailer or online at O'HaraFishing.com. Choose from a wide variety of rods, reels, lines, tools, and accessories to help you get the job done next time you're reeling in the big one. O'Hara, conquering the fishing world one cast at a time. 12 Fathom Saltwater Series Lures, top quality soft plastic baits. The line of 12 Fathom Lures are designed to trick all species and are available in the most productive colors. Visit their website, 12fathom.com. Use the Lures Pros Throw, 12 Fathom Lures, and catch more fish. Make them an offer they can't refuse with 12 Fathom Lures. The old saying, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, holds true for your vehicle's health as well as your personal health. The experienced technicians at At Home Auto Care perform a free safety inspection with any maintenance or repair service, allowing them to spot a minor problem before it turns into an expensive breakdown. All repairs are guaranteed at At Home Auto Care. At Home Auto Care, 2003 South U.S. Highway 41 in Ruskin, Florida. Call 813-645-0339 to schedule your vehicle for an appointment today. 
This is Captain Jason Prieto. If you want to keep up with Danny and myself during the week to see what our latest catch is, just find us on Facebook. Search Tampa Fishing Outfitters Radio Show and hit the like button. We will keep you dialed in on what's biting on Tampa Bay. Captain Danny Garino here. DOA Lures has done it again. Captain Mark Nichols of DOA Lures has introduced his newest creation, the DOA Airhead. It will bring fish out of any hiding place. DOA Lures, the unfair advantage. Innovators, not followers. Check them out at the local tackle store or on the web at doalures.com. This is Neil Taylor with CaptainMel.com, Florida's number one fishing website founded by Captain Mel Berman. Your one stop for all your online fishing needs. C-A-P-M-E-L.com. Again, that's CaptainMel.com. Want to fish with one of the hosts of the Tampa Fishing Outfitters radio show? All you have to do is give us a call. 813-373-2610. And now it's time for the Captain's Tip of the Week. This segment brought to you by PowerPole Shallow Water Anchors. Swift, silent, and secure. For more information, go to PowerPole.com. And welcome back to our last segment of the show. This dun, the dun, dun, dun. Captain's Tip of the Week. That's my sound effect of the week. <laughs> sound effect. Well, what's your captain's tip of the week, Neil? My captain's tip of the week, I brought it up in segment one, and I'll bring it back up again. You want to be successful catching these fish? You need to learn how to go the minimum speed with your lures. Um, there were days where we would not have caught anything if we were not just creeping the lures. Big fish were eating them. Flounders, the way you want to work it anyway, is super slow. But these bigger trout, they, they did not want lures moving any speed. But if we if we kept them moving super slow, they would eat them. My captain's tip of the week: If you're, we've been catching trout, and some days we have to move away from the trout because there's so many of them, and they're all decent size. Other days, I've had to go to a split shot because we're fishing some deeper canals. Yeah. So sometimes the fish the fish typically haven't moved, or if they did move, they didn't move real far. They're just you know if you're fishing deeper canals, try to use a little bit of weight, get the bait down, change your change if it's not working, change your. Have approach. you been fishing the sheep's head? I haven't, but I think we're gonna have. I think we are going to have a banner year on sheep's head. I'm seeing a ton of fish. There are some huge ones up at Apollo Beach. I mean, I was going down some of the the. Uh, They're pretty much huge everywhere I've been. Big. I'm talking like seven pounders. Yeah. I've seen some. I'm like, wow. So no, I have not done the sheep's head thing yet. Like I said, we'll, we'll and you know I think we're gonna have white bait into January easy. It's looking like it. Yeah, I I don't know if we're gonna have a. I hope we don't have a late winter. If it's gonna be winter, let's just go ahead and get it over with. Yeah. Like last year or this year actually. You know, May, March was an awesome banner year. I think we we're all slammed, and we didn't have a whole lot of cold fronts. I'd rather have it like that than have a mild January and then have a cold March because March is uh, can be tough when it's cold. So um, we're probably going to see a lot of rain. An El Nino year, nineteen ninety seven. Man, did it rain that winter! Yeah, and that's it, the last strong El Nino year we had. Well, my other tip is, you know, guys, we're going to get some cold fronts, and just because we get a cold front doesn't mean the fish are going to move remember everything is delayed water temperature does not cool like air temperature we get cold because it cools 20 degrees overnight look at your really pay attention to your water temperature this year fish around the fronts it's no different than summer it's just it it predicts more what you're doing summer water's consistently hot and the fronts are very mild so the weather's pretty consistent minus thunderstorms this time of year you have weather that's all over the place you got 80 degrees one day got rain the next day got low and high pressures are very extreme and you also have some uh 
your lower tides are during the day versus higher ones at night. So you have uh, some of its obstacles. Some of it, if you can fish around that and put it all together, you will have some banner days. The fishing is just phenomenal on the uh, fishing has been phenomenal, but it's been oddly phenomenal because everything is basically right now until we get that 65 degree water temperature, 68. Do what you would normally do at the end of September going yeah. into October. Because that's what our water temperatures is telling. That's what the, the that's what the fish go by, and that's what the water temperatures telling the fish. It's October, even though we're in December. Right. So that that is definitely uh, another tip to do, and it's it. I know some of the stuff sounds small and minute, but uh, Neil will tell you that's the difference between catching fish and not catching them. Sure. Well, I brought it up uh, first segment. Uh, all that paddling in the wind because I was out there every day, even though the wind was howling. Retore my rotator cuff. Which, Did you? That original injury was 1988. So I had a couple days off, a uh, couple days off, and I did ice and heat, ice and heat just all day long. And uh, now it doesn't hurt as bad. It's still messed up, but well, it's not going to stop me. Once you injure something on your body, it never fully heals. You always have to just deal with it. Neil, let's, uh, we're, we're down to about five minutes or so, something like that, maybe a little longer. Uh, Oh wow, seven. So that was two minutes off. All right. Let's let we got Christmas around the corner. I want to do this next week. maybe we'll have somebody from Timber Fishing Outfitters come in. I'll talk to Jeremy, see if they want to call in and, and give some Christmas ideas. I've already sold uh about five gift certificates. Very uh, good idea. For fishing trip. So call Captain Jason if you want to buy a trip for someone, buy one for yourself. Um And if you'd like to do a kayak trip, you know, Neil's the man. I mean I'm a dime a dozen, Neil. I think there's only one of you that does it for That's you. I pretty mean, much. Wish I could do that much with the charter business. <laughs> there's only one of me. I'm the only guy. Yeah. That, that'd be a great thing to be able to say. It would. It would. Unfortunately, I'm not. But Cooler webs, tackle webs, um, great storage items. Um, I would put that Are up there. Are we going to get them on the radio? That's a great gift idea. Yeah, that's uh, Michael Ortego. We're going to have him on. Yeah, we need to talk to him, have him on. Um, Werner Paddle, a show sponsor. You got someone that has a, a bad paddle, you go buy them a Werner paddle. $125 paddle is the Skagit. That's the one I use. You buy that for someone, they're going to use it the rest of their lives. Um, yeah, the um, some other good gift ideas. Uh, DOA makes a good product. Fathom, uh, 12, 12 Fathom. fathom. Twelve. I always want to say Fathom. Uh, 12 Fathom lures another good uh, stocking stuffer to get. Yeah. These are all good uh, sponsors of Mirror the show. Mirror lures. Yeah, pick up some mirror lures. Good, good little gifts. You don't have to buy something huge. If you do want to break the bank a little bit, you know, um, I'd recommend, you know, if somebody's got a boat, looking at, you know, a trolling motor. And, you know, the Rodan makes good trolling motor. Uh, Minkota. You're probably getting a little technical. You need to figure out what size boat and then figure out what voltage on the, you know, what voltage, whether it's 12, 24, 36. That'll probably depend on the boat. Uh, what's some other good options? Power poles are great options to have. Um, Daiwa Ballistic, my my number one reel. I'm seeing deals online where you can get a Daiwa Ballistic for about 150 bucks. Yeah. Wow. Really? St. Croix Rods. Um, go to a high-end shop. Watch for sales. You may hit a store. Yeah, fishing Outfitters got both the Daiwa yeah. and the uh, St. Croix. They got a ton of St. Croix and a ton of Daiwa. So does Bill Jackson's. Um, those are the two best sources for finding that equipment and... Uh, you keep your eye out. You may find a sale, and you may get a percentage off. But uh, those are those are incredible gift items where people are going to have years of enjoyment out of them. Yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff out there that you can get. Um, my recommendation: go to the locals tackle store. Tampa Fishing Outfit is a great option if you're over in the let's see, over in the Largo area. 
Bill Jackson's is somewhat over Bill here. Bill Jackson's is Pinellas Park, so that's yeah, Pinellas Park, or you can go to St. Pete, St. Pete Fishing Outfitters, Tarpon Fishing Outfitters, yeah. Tampa Fishing Outfitters. A lot of options. These local stores are going to have somebody in there that knows something about fishing and can do a give you a good recommendation on some hot selling gifts. Because if you go to Walmart anywhere else like that, these people don't know. And half the stuff they stock, half of it might work. The other half is just something to fill the shelves that somebody in Michigan or <laughs> right. thinks that we need for fishing. So go to the local stores, support your local places, keep the money in town. It's a great thing. That's Absolutely. My, that's my gift recommendation. Yeah, and there's there's other there's other items to consider. We still have a couple weeks for final purchasing, so we'll hit up some more ideas next week, but those are some good tips on uh, gift items. Yeah, and there's a boat show over in St. Pete this weekend. If you're listening Sunday, this is the last day. But uh, I will be there Friday, Saturday, Sunday with Canyon Bay. Are you going to be at that show? I meant to ask you. I didn't even know about it. Yeah, it's more of a boat-type show. I don't think they're doing it. I don't know if they're doing it. It's in, uh, trying to think where it is. They texted me. It's over in St. Pete, I know. but uh, yeah. no, no one got anything to me. because Dally Museum. Oh, okay. Do you know where that, I don't even know where that is. Yeah, the Daly Museum is south of downtown, probably off Fourth Street. Is that where it's like in a tent and outside? I did a sh- boat show. Probably. Yeah, it's not a good seminar show if I remember correctly, but it's good for boat sales. So it's it's closer to the water from Tropicana Field and then just south of downtown. Yeah, it's cl- it's actually is. on the water part of it, ain't it? Yeah. Yep. I, yeah. I've been to that show. It's actually a good boat show. I don't think they're going to do much on seminars, but. Uh, stop by Canyon Bay's booth. The new new owners will be there. I will be there uh, repping the boats and and uh, giving them some giving people uh, good info on the boats. And uh, that's another good gift. You want to break the bank? We'll get you a Canyon Bay boat. There you go. Big sponsor of the show. New ownership. Uh, great boat. Just got mine. Um, I just got mine two weeks ago. Still doing some prop changing on it. New Kevlar hull. Uh, you know, guys. I met somebody, and he's not even advertised of the show. But you know what? We don't have a competitor, and I really don't care. Um, if you have a boat, and I, I'm going to do a recommendation because I met these guys, and I tell you what, uh, this guy, uh, Prop Gods. Have you ever heard of Prop Gods? I have not. They are a company that will actually pay you. They will, if you pay them, they will come out. Finding the right prop for your boat is is a uh, is about as lucky as you can get. Every boat needs a different prop, needs different pitch, whether you need different rake. Uh, the size of the prop, three blade, four blade, five blade. He's got all these props, and he'll actually ship them to you, and you can try them and ship them back for just the shipping cost. Or you can actually hire him to come out there and with his truck and test these props out. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to this, and I'm not pushing his business, I just think it's a good business the way he has it set up because nobody's really doing it. The guy, I, I emailed him because I, I ordered directly Mercury, and I said, look, I'm trying to see about this prop. And I really, I didn't want even, I didn't buy nothing from him. The guy emailed me back. Actually, he talked to me about five, ten minutes on the phone. And I hate taking people's time. When I so, listen, I'm not going to buy anything from you. I, I just had a quick question. Very nice guy. Spent quite a bit of time with me through email. And um, I tell you what, I recommend him. The guy was, you know, not a whole lot of people do something without getting something in return. And I told him, I said, listen, I'm going to order problems. I know that he sells a lot of Mercury props. And I was trying to figure out which one to get. So uh, just search Prop Gods on the Internet. He's a real nice guy. Ken's his name. Uh, it, anybody trying to look to reprop their boat's a good option. You know, we need to have someone like him on the uh, show to talk about props. Sure. Uh, second company that he referred me to, actually, I had to get one of my new props reworked was um, um, Leading Edge Propellers, and he actually reconditions propellers. Um, on my particular situation, he cut the barrel, which I 
pretty familiar with props, but I did not know cutting the barrel actually gives you some bow lift, which Neil, I know I'm talking Spanish right now to you. but I would use it as an anchor. <laughs> well, you can do that. That's a very expensive anchor, though. Uh, yeah, I, I would not buy yeah, I, I, I don't wouldn't recommend it. $700 for that. Uh, you could definitely find something for anchor with. But uh, anyways, Rich, uh, very reasonable. Uh, you go and, and you walk in his shop, Neil, and there's two guys and it's him. And he's like the mad professor in there. I pulled in there, and he he said, hey, man, send it down. He goes, I'm here like seven nights. I, I went down there and talked to him. He spent like an hour talking about props. The guy, you you got to love somebody. It's no different than you or me that is like passionate about what they do. And I'm sitting there like, you know, I hate taking people's time. Like, you know, sometimes I don't want to waste a bunch of their time. But he just got talking props, and, you know, he said, let me see your boat. And I showed him a picture. He goes, where's the fuel tank? And he's really trying to get me – and I kind of knew what I needed to do, but he's trying to help me give recommendation. Right. And I only spent 60 bucks with the guy. That's what he charged me. But, you know, he's in there. He's got his apron on. I walk in there. He's just he's going to town on new props, cutting. He's cupping them, uh, cutting the barrels, you know, refinishing them. But the guy was a real nice guy. And it's leading edge propeller. He's down in Bradenton. And uh, Class Act, man. These two companies I dealt with, and, and you don't see that very often. So I, I figured I would uh, give a little plug for anybody needing any prop work. Sure. A lot of these bigger guys, I'm not going to name them out there. I, I've had a prop recondition. And it was a pretty big company. And after I got it back, it was never the same with the cupping. Yeah. I actually, that was the instant, that was the one time I hit something. And you know, that was when I was telling you the kayak story. Yeah. The kayaker cut in front of me and I tried to go away from when I hit something, spun my prop, spent $300, get the prop reconditioned. And it was not the same prop, the cupping and all that. And he, right. this guy's a small guy, really takes, he's actually out there. They're bigger companies. They want to just do numbers. So if you have any prop issues, get a hold of either prop guides or leading edge. They did a great job, and uh, the pretty the leading edge is reasonable as well on reconditioning the props. That's my story, Neil. Yeah, we got like one minute left. Well, guys, don't forget you got Christmas coming up, and along with Christmas, we got some great fishing. Whether it's on a kayak, oh yeah, or on the boat, give us a call eight one three three seven three two six one zero. You want to get a hold of Neil direct seven two seven six nine two six three four five and. Either number, you can get a hold of whatever one you want. Whatever number you can remember, call Neil. Tell him you want to get a hold of me. He'll give you my number. Absolutely. If you call the Premier Guys number, we can get you taken care of with Neil as well. Guys, it's been a great show. Get out there. I know I know it's busy with the holidays. Get out there and do some fishing because it is phenomenal. Until next week, tight lines. Go catch them up. Precision Tackle offers a variety of spoons and spinner baits that are superior to any others on the market today. The Flash Intruder Wheelers spoons are offered in 8th ounce, quarter ounce, and half ounce sizes and come in gold, silver, copper, and black. Precision Tackle also offers the Thunder Spin, Cajun Flash, and Stalker Spinner baits. These baits are made to perform flawlessly in salt water and catch plenty of trout, redfish, flounder, and mackerel. This is Captain Jason Prieto. If you want to keep up with Danny and myself during the week to see what our latest catch is, just find us on Facebook. Search Tampa Fishing Outfitters Radio Show and hit the like button. We will keep you dialed in on what's biting on Tampa Bay. 
Want to catch more fish? Try Ohiro's 100% fluorocarbon leader. It's by far the most invisible fluorocarbon on the market today, with superior abrasion resistance to meet any rugged saltwater conditions. Ohiro fluorocarbon leader is easy to tie and comes in all strengths to fit every angler's needs. Used by many tournament anglers and charter boat captains, Ohiro fluorocarbon leader should be in your tackle box. See them at www.justforfishing.com, Tampa Fishing Outfitters, or any of your major tackle shops. This is Captain Jason Prieto, and when I'm getting my engine serviced, I can't think of anywhere better than Alify Marine. Alify Marine is a full-service and warranty facility for Yamaha and Mercury outboards. They are also a dealer for all Weld and StarCraft boats that are in stock and turnkey ready. For all you do-it-yourself guys, they have all Yamalube and Mercury oils in stock. Don't forget, Alify Marine is a sales and warranty center for all PowerPole products to keep your PowerPole in good working condition. Alify Marine can meet all your service needs. Call now to schedule your next appointment. 813-671-BOAT. This is Captain Jason Prieto, and I have a new product to tell you about that puts more fish on the boat. It's called M80 Supercharged Chum with TNT Sparkle by M80 Marine Products. M80 Chum is a concentrated dry chum that is easily mixed with water and is great to use for all types of fish. From snapper and grouper on the wrecks to greenbacks on the flats, M80 Chum is always on my boat. If you're interested in purchasing some M80 Chum or would like more information on the product, just go to their website at www.m80marineproducts.com. Live, local. This is kind of a great thing, and I'll tell you why. Your home for NBC Sports. The new Sports Talk 1040, the team, and SportsTalkFlorida.com. 